Hey, aloha, everybody. This is Jeff Rimel. We're live, live, and we are talking ball. It is the Jeff Rimel Show on Pro Football Ireland Podcast Network, brought to you by 888 Sport, the official, not the unofficial, not the fake, the real gambling partner of the National Football League in both Ireland and the UK. And I welcome in the illustrious, and the soon-to-be-headed-for-Prague for a stag weekend, Michael McQuay. Are we publicly announcing that I'm going to Prague this weekend, people listening on the podcast? Happy Friday to people listening in. Happy Thursday night for people live. If you're live, comment. Go on YouTube, type in Jeff Reinbold or Pro Football Ireland, and get your comments in. We'll do, we'll do it in the second part of the show, which will be a podcast also. Jeff, good to see Mike, you. I wouldn't Mike, say I'm illustrious. Mike, 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 before we talk football, right? I just want you to know this. Been to Prague, beautiful city, great people. And much like Vegas, there is a saying, what happens in Prague stays in Prague. Are we good on that? Yes. And the last thing I'll say about it is um, there will be no Sunday kickoff show this Sunday. <laughs> there might not even be. <laughs> there might not even be at the time of recording there might not even be a saturday selections 888 video because it hasn't been done yet but uh loads of content on jeff's podcast feed on 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 our podcast feed um really enjoyed our preview with the guys from football ireland on, on thursday it's on there we've got james scal who's a, a world famous hurling player now talking to some patriots and obviously jeff's got like six podcasts man We've never done as many podcasts in our lives. I'm loving it. I'm I'm, I'm loving the crack, as we say. But we're we, this is our picks podcast, so we got to give some picks. What are you going to say before we do that? All right. So, how did Scale become a Patriots fan? What What's up with that? Now, I you know, like I think I think I asked him on like a show, um, like two months ago, and I've completely forgotten now. There's been that many podcasts, but I'll find, I'll, I'll watch it back and I'll tell you. But the, here's the big thing now, just to publicly announce this, I have not asked him yet, okay? But he's a famous herder from Galway. And I think James should be at your live show. So if we need to make it happen, financially, non-financially, I, I think we make it happen. Hey, big time. There's no, pray, there's no price too steep. We need Galway legends. You know, I just think, when, as we go through Ireland, we should have a legend at every show. Right, yeah. I, I can we get can we get Van Morrison? But I was gonna say I was gonna say who are you gonna put on in in Belfast? Van Morrison is he is he an NFL fan? I don't know. We're looking. We're talking about legends. Let's get Bono. Bono. He's got a lot. Bono. Love. He's probably loved the NFL. Bono. Hey. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, let's let's. Why do you aim low? Let's aim high. Let's go for the stars. I will certainly put the feelers in for Bono and I'll get back to you. Maybe he would give us the edge in That's terms fine. of any competition. I'll go there. I'll go there. <laughs> right. Week three NFL. We've got about 27 minutes, my man. Week three NFL. Anyone again watching live, get your comments in, guys and girls. Jeff, we do this every week where we give our Thursday night football pick with people on the podcast. We're like, well, that was last night. We know it was last night, but we were talking about it before. Jeff, I'm going to say it's a cricket score. It's a crick. It's Ireland rugby-esque. 80 or 90 points. I'm only joking. But, like, I think the Niners walked this game against the Giants in first day of football. I don't see any situation with how Saquon Barkley, for, never mind anything else, how the Giants win. It's going to be a long flight back to New York. Well, I, you know what, Mike? If you had based it on the first six quarters that the Giants have played this year, 
I'd, I'd agree with you 100%. But what I saw in the second half out of the Giants was really impressive. And I thought really, now again, remember that's against the Arizona Cardinals. But what I did see was Daniel Jones making plays. What I did see was young receivers that, you know, they expected to do good things making plays. I saw them be able to run the football when they needed to run it. Now, Saquon not being there, that really, really puts a void in your offense. I agree with you. I would certainly take the 49ers. What the 49ers have got to understand is they cannot take the Giants for granted. You know, you're just not going to throw your helmet out there and, you know, expect you're going to win the game. Now, both of us have picked the 49ers. And so before we move on to the next selection, I want to send a shout out to uh, my boy Flackers, who's back in San Francisco. Is he there there tonight? He's there. He is going to the gold mine. He's going to be amongst the rest of the rest of the faithful and what a way to spend your 50th birthday if you're a 49ers fan so flackers as we say in hawaii haole lahanao have a great great birthday and you know i hope your niners don't disappoint you yeah like in my last role in this sport i worked heavily with the Niners and heavily with the guys from the 49ers UK group. I know there's also a 49ers Ireland group who have a big meetup in October. So a massive shout out to Owen and Mark and the team there. Flacker's a great guy. Nice guy. We really like him and genuine lads. So wish him the best. Hope he has a great 50th birthday and uh, maybe they might put up 50 on his birthday, Jeff. Let's move on very swiftly there. The Colts are going to Baltimore and playing the Ravens. I'm going to give you the... Uh, the show tonight, Jeff. I'm just going to say, I think the Ravens win. I like what I've seen from Anthony Richardson in the sense of he looks really bold and determined, but don't tell anyone. He reminds me a wee bit of RG3. He's going to get himself beat up out there, man, if he keeps doing that. Well, I think, I think you know, he's not clear whether he's going to play or not. He's been in concussion protocol all week. I think this is, you know, this is a much anticipated game because the Colts, were originally the Baltimore Colts before they bolted. The Mr. Ursay's senior took the team and and headed out of town. And and you know I just really think that that this is one of those deals that um, you know be careful in this in this one. If Richardson plays, they got a chance. They got a puncher's chance. If he doesn't play, no chance. Impressed with what I've seen from the new Todd Monk and offense in uh, Baltimore. Lamar looks better and better each week in his new role in, you know, as more of a true drop back quarterback. Obviously Zay Flowers is a, is a revelation as a rookie. They've still got the big physical lineman. They got Ricard. They got, you know, they're going to run it by committee. Their defense is solid. I think the Ravens are a very good football team. And as they continue to develop, if they stay healthy, you know, Mark Andrews is back. I think they're going to be a a force to be reckoned with. So I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens in this one. Yeah, I feel it very quickly. I feel like there was a lot of talk last year around the Ravens and expectations, and there was a lot of analysts high up in them. This year, I'm starting to buy it. They look really, really good for two weeks. Intrigues here to play against Indianapolis. Hope we see Richardson back soon. They've been really impressed with how he's taken to the league. 
and hopefully he's okay and he's back very soon at the right time. Uh, Tennessee, Cleveland, Jeff. Um, do you know whenever you buy like a hoodie or like a shirt or something, is there like any way of, you know, like you got a receipt that you can leave things back within like 14 days? Can they leave back to Sean Watson or what's the crack there? Because, oh my God, he doesn't look good, man. No, he hasn't, play, he hasn't played very well. And, you know, for the money that they're paying him, he, you know, there's been no re- return on the investment. And and I think that part of that is, you know, he's, you know, he's coming out of a training camp where he didn't play very much. And he's got a new group of people around him and you know, he's got a new right tackle. Conklin went down and, you know, they, they lose Chubb. Now they're, they're in, I won't say they're in trouble. I think that's too strong, but I, I think that this is a team that, you know, this is a big game for them, a big, big game for the Brownies. And, and uh, you know, if they can find a way to win this, I think it goes a long way, especially if, if uh, Watson plays well at quarterback. I think that'd be a big boost for them. You know, the Titans are going to do it the hard way. They're going to be in game. It's going to be close every week. You know, they're going to have to run the ball, make plays. You know, it's just one of those things. I thought – you know, they did a great job last week. However, you know, again, this Browns team, I got I, there's something about them. You kind of like the grit of them. You kind of like the dirtiness of them. The, when I say dirtiness, I'm talking about, you know, just kind of they're kind of a team that's below the wire that, you know, has the ability to beat you. So I'm going to take the Brownies, you know, in this one. Woof, woof. Uh, you can join Jeff on tour in the UK and Ireland, linktr.ee slash Reinbold, in case you can't spell Reinbold, where have you been for the last 20 years? R-E-I-N-E-B-O-L-D. Derry, Dublin, Belfast, Cork, Galway, Limerick, Glasgow, Manchester, and depending on Jeff's schedule, which I nor Jeff know yet, I have no idea if Jeff does know, London at some point. I'm not going anywhere else, Jeff. I'm sorry, I can't do it. My wife, my wife will literally leave me. So let's move on. Um, Falcons, Lions. Falcons, Lions, baby. This, for me, is low-key the game of the week. Now, I believe we're now in a situation as fans in the in Ireland and the UK that I feel that we deserve to have a second game live on TV. And this is just me coming from the fans' perspective saying this. And I think as good as the Chargers-Vikings game is going to be this week, and we'll talk about it in a minute, I think this game is low-key 10 out of 10. The Lions are so good. The Falcons are 2-0 in the season. They've got an unbelievable run game. I want to see more Desmond Ritter. And do not sleep on that Falcons defense. I'm I'm up for this, man. I, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I've picked the Lions, but the more I talk about it, I'm thinking the Falcons can make a, the Falcons can make a serious upset here. Just going to say it. All right. Who would have thought 18 months ago, right? Who would have thought eight months ago that Falcons Lions? in week three of the season would be a marquee game. But both of these teams and both of these head coaches, you talk about two breaths of fresh air. These two head coaches are fantastic. Both teams are on the build. Both teams have dynamic young superstars. Both teams are physical. Both teams want to run the ball. This is the this has the makings of, and you know, you don't think about the Falcons this way. This is one of those knockdown, drag out, last man standing kind of games. And as much as I like Arthur Smith, and I think he's 
very, very good football coach and a genius in some ways and fun and all that. If it gets down to a knockdown drag out, are you going to bet against Dan Campbell? No way. And so I'm taking the Lions. Okay. Okay. Really excited to see the Falcons at Wembley next Sunday. Credential pending. Let's see what happens. I've got the flights. I've got the, I've got the taxi transfer. I don't know what's going on yet, but we'll find out. Shout out to the NFL and to the Jacksonville Jaguars. That is going to be a great game on paper. Trevor Lawrence, the Falcons, really excited to see it under the arch of Wembley Sunday week. New Orleans at the Packers. My guy, Dan Whelan, playing for the Packers in his home debut in the regular season, the Lambeau Field. More so, obviously, Jeff, I know you're going to do a piece either this week or next week on Jordan Love. And just your thoughts about Jordan Love so far. Um, but the Saints are 2 0. Saints are 2 0. And the Saints are going to go into Lambeau Field, Jeff, with a real marker to, a real marker to put down and a real statement saying, we're unbeaten. And, we're, and, and we think we can go all the way. Derek Carr's had a decent start. Derek Carr's been good. Let's be honest with you. Derek Carr's been good. Like, I, I thought he rallied himself in the first game. He played better in the side. You know, I think it's, you know, he's a, it's a work in progress, right? Obviously. But the Saints are a very talented team. Derek Carr has been a guy that I think this move has been good for. Certainly been good for the Saints, but it's been good for him. Um, you know, we, you talked about love. And I was studying love today on film. And I'm going to break down some things that I see him do. That if you're a Packer fan, you got to say, yes, sir, we got it right. And, and, you know, this kid took all kinds of hate during the offseason from the media. And I'm going to tell you something. There are things that he does that make you go, that's a young Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there it, it's almost eerily familiar the way they play. Now, obviously some of that is what rubbed off on Jordan Love when he was a rookie and a second year guy and playing behind him, watching him practice every day, watching him control an offense, watching him, you know, understand how to manipulate the defense, all those things. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm, I'm kind of bullish on that young kid right now. And I, I think that the Packers at home are going to be a team that their defense is – nobody's talking about the Packers' defense. But when I watched them against the Bears and, you know, again, watched them last week, I think the Packers' defense is pretty doggone good. You know, whenever Jeff Reinbold says doggone good, they must be doggone good. That's all I'll say. Uh, looking forward to that game, sir. I think the Green Bay Packers will edge it. Houston going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville about to play two games internationally for the first time in league history. I am intrigued to see how that goes in the sense of not even about next week, Jeff, but that break that they have and then playing Buffalo. I think that, that could be huge. And we'll talk about that next week whenever we have time to go through it. Um, I like, what's the guy's name? I talked about him on the show. Oh my God, the wide receiver for Houston. He's in his third year in the league. Um, I've lost his name, Jeff. I've lost his name. But I've been really, really impressed with the Texans, how they've played so far. I know they haven't got what they want. But Nico Collins is the guy's name. He is working so, so well this year. I still think they're going to come up short in certain games. I think Jacksonville's offense is too good. I was surprised to see it be so defensive last week. But uh, I think the Jags win this game. What do you think? Well, I think the Jags will win, too, because I think the Jags have a better football team. You know, again, we're talking about a Houston team under DeMichael Ryans that's just getting started. But if you're a Houston fan, 
you got to feel pretty good about C.J. Stroud right now and what he's been able to do. If you look at the you know, statistical leaders in the, in the National Football League in passing in most passing categories, he's up there at the top half of the league. And I think that's a real statement from him. You know, they do have a young receiver room, but it is talented. Tank Dell's, a, I think, a really good player. Um, the Houston Texans are on the come. But I think right now, Jacksonville, and I think Jacksonville will come into this game with a renewed sense of urgency because they got beat last week and they look too one-dimensional offensively. I think Doug will take care of that this week. So I'm going to take Jacksonville. Duval. Have you ever said Duval before, Jeff? Duval. There you go. There we go. We've got about 14 minutes. We've got to move on. I'm going to be quick, and this one is a Broncos fan. The Broncos go to Miami. Miami's first home game of the season in the heat. I'm taking the Dolphins, Jeff. Who's going to win this game? I'm going to take the Dolphins. I thought Vic Fangio did a, did a great job of getting the defense to play better in the second week. We've seen the Dolphins can run it. They've seen the Dolphins can throw it. Now, I understand Tyreek may not play. That That's a factor in the game. But I think right now, everybody in Denver is waiting for the Denver defense to wake up. And Miami, you say, well, let me just say, going to Miami against that group of receivers, that track team that they have down there, that's not a place to go wake up. So I'm going to take the Dolphins. I think, forget about waking up, they, they need a resurrection down in Miami. Um, Lazarus. Can I just say this now? Should we should should, should Broncos fans not to have a conversation here, but should a quick, simple yes no answer will suffice? Should Broncos fans be concerned that you summarized that game in thirty five seconds? No, they shouldn't be concerned, but they they should realize where they are right now. They've got work to do, and you know even getting plays called, they've got work to do. I, I saw Sean is going to shorten. You know they they've gone into their nomenclature the way they call plays, and they've got to understand. It takes it's taken them too long to get plays in. The words are the plays are too wordy. So they're fixing that right now. He's going through the first year transition. All right. And that's not easy. There's a lot of bugs that need to be worked out. Fair enough. Fair enough. Game of the week. It's on Sky Sports. It's on your stomping ground, Jeffrey. The LA Chargers, 0-2, going into US Bank Stadium, where I hear you love the weather up there, Jeff, in Minnesota. Remember that photo? Oh. 0-2, Minnesota Vikings. This is a huge game for so many reasons because, first off, if you're the Chargers and you go 0-3 with Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert, who has got 1.6, 1.7 years left on that rookie deal before the money hits home and the Celtic Tigers over, I think if, I'm going to say this now, I think if the Chargers lose on Sunday, Brandon Staley is out. I think they have to do it now to get the right Raiders next the week. I, I think he's out 24 hours after. I, I think Tom Telesco um, has to make a call because at the end of the day, if he doesn't make the call now, the call comes at the end of the year and he could be on the shopping block as well. I think they have to make a call now. The Chargers going into week uh, four, I've got like, I think it's the Raiders in week four. Uh, and it's like, like, I think after that, they've got uh, the Cowboys and the Chiefs, I'm nearly certain. So they got two huge games coming up after that. I genuinely think it's. I think Staley's at the end of the road. His freak out in the press conference last week was shocking, and more so, they're for a defensive mastermind. They're letting too many points, and I think you cut. I think you cut it off now. You let you let Callum Moore take over for the rest of the season, and you see how it goes. Because at the minute, you have to not play any anywhere near good enough. That being said, I think it will happen. I think 
the Vikings, who were in the game for a decent chunk of Philly in the first half last Thursday night. I think the Vikings win this game and they go to 1-2 and two in the season and they resurrect their chances. But certainly for me, Jeff, it's not too difficult to get to the playoffs when you're 0-2. When you go 0-3, man, it's difficult. Uh, you're in a really good division, right? You go 0-3 in that division, you're you're pretty much done, I think. But I, I, I don't I don't disagree with some of the things you're saying about the sense of urgency Staley's got to have. This is not soccer. This is not baseball or, you know, when they change a manager in the middle of the season, it really doesn't change anything. When you make a change in the middle of the season, it's a tremendous amount of upheaval, right? Just think about what you talked about. Okay, so now let's say you give Kellen Moore an opportunity. He's never been a head coach ever, not ever at any level, right? And he's also the offensive coordinator. Now, is he going to be able to do both those jobs with no experience as a head coach? And I know this from having done it. When you when you take that job in pro football and you're you're the guy in the corner office, it is so much uh, you can't even understand how much it is until you have the job. So I think that would be a unwise move. However, I do think that the Chargers will win this game because I think the Chargers are just flat better, right? It'll be interesting. We're going to have Dalton Reisner, the, the newly signed Vikings offensive lineman guard, on on the show. Uh, he agreed to do the show the other day. I talked to him. He said he'd love to do the show. He just wants to settle in a little bit. He hasn't even moved to you know his family to Minnesota yet. And Dalton obviously is a big big family guy. Uh, so yes, he would be the, he would be the guy on your little contest that you did. I I picked him. The National Planning Challenge, for people wondering, is a farming festival. It's quite famous here. Just finished today. Anywho, um, folks, keep getting the questions and we're going to answer them. Appreciate everyone dropping them in. Appreciate everybody watching, supporting. Awesome. Top seven in Ireland this week, Jeff. Top 40 in the UK. Really cool. Really, really cool. So thank you all very, very much. I know, Jeff, you're humbled as well. We'll all be, we'll, we'll both be crying well, off Calvary. Michael, that's not, that's not us. That's the fans. I mean, that that's a statement of the fans. It's not a statement Absolutely. of us, right? I think, you know, and again, congratulations to all the fans who listen. And thank you very much to all the fans who listen. And, and uh, it's great to see you being recognized as a top 10 podcast in Ireland and a top 40 podcast in the UK. It's you. It's you, my mom. It's you. Um, <laughs> Right here, talking about recognition and talking about world-famous people, Bill Balachek is on the cusp of going 0-3 with the New England Patriots. Will it happen against the New York Jets? In MetLife, Jeff, it's, this is a real toss game because actually not to jump and, show, and put our sponsors in, but with 8-8-8, um, the Patriots are favourite. Favourite by 1.5 in the handicap. Like I was shocked when I seen that. I'm like, why are they favourite? And then you realize, oh, yeah, it's Zach Wilson. Who's going to win this game? Well, you know, one of the reasons they're favored is because the the brain trust with the Jets on offense hands the ball to Brees Hall four times in a game. Your best running back touches the ball four times in a game where you're trying to take the pressure off your quarterback, right? I, I've seen in, you know, I've seen breakdowns offensively from the Jets in the first week with the pass protection scheme that Rodgers said he didn't like, didn't care for, but they insisted that they go ahead and cut guys, and it led to your franchise quarterback getting hurt. Now the second week, Brees Hall 
Okay, put him on a I don't he might be on a pitch count, but the pitch count's got to be more than four, right? And that's your best football player. You want to take the pressure off your quarterback, run the damn ball. And so because of those reasons, I can't I can't I can't say the Jets are going to win this game, right? Because Oh wow! So you think Mac Jones is gonna go into MetLife and win? That's I'm not saying that's, Mac that's a Jones is gonna win. I'm gonna say the New England Patriots are gonna win because we've seen out of the Patriots they're gonna keep it close. Now this is this is an offense that's struggling. This is a quarterback yeah. that's struggling and may, it has a history of turning it over. And if the Jets don't figure it out in terms of how they're gonna be able to move the ball without him having to drop back and throw it, mm. then New England will do it. I'm telling you. New England will beat them at their own place. Now, should they? No. The Jets are a more talented football team. But I just believe from what I've seen, and I love the Jet defense. What Jeff Ulbrich has done with that Jet defense, Jet defense is outstanding. But that Jet offense is a mess. We're, Jeff, we're coming to that point of the week where it's uh, we're, we haven't got much time for the picks. So I'm going to match a couple together. Uh, let's go Chicago, KC, and let's go Carolina, Seattle. Chicago having a chance. KC and Seattle, you can bank it right now. I'm telling you, the Bears are so screwed <laughs> up. All that's going on with them, the quarterback, the quarterback's calling out the coaches. Coaches are resigning for shady reasons. Andy Dalton as well playing for the for the Panthers. But I'm going to just tell you that – you know that ain't happening, right? Those take those two and take them to the bank right now. This is a good time to tell everyone that the Kansas City Chiefs against Chicago Bears is live on Sky Sports NFL this Sunday night. Looking forward to that. And if you don't want to watch that, Sky Sports Mix Red Zone. We're not sponsored by Game Pass yet, so we're not going to advertise it. But that might be in progress, Jeff. Do, do you want a free Game Pass account, Jeff? Yeah, coaches film right. Where folks watch us based on that it might be coming up next week. We'll see the crack. Shout out to the NFL for that. Buffalo, Washington is what is Sam Howell, Jeff? What what am I expecting this week when they're playing a, like a team like Buffalo at home? It's it's hard to know what to expect. I'll take Buffalo to win, but I'm intrigued to see will they play as well as they played against the Raiders when they're away from home this time. Yeah, remember the Buffalo don't don't you know again everybody wants to now I don't know what it is everybody wants to anoint Buffalo all the time right Buffalo did not did not look good losing to a backup quarterback in the Jets on the road right and then they play the Raiders who are still not anywhere near being a good football team on defense yet and everybody says okay now they're back to being Super Bowl contenders so you're gonna have to do it you're gonna have to do it a few more times. If you're Buffalo to me, Washington is better. Sam Howell is the best thing that they've got in terms of at the quarterback position, probably since, you know, I, I don't know how far you've got to go back. RG three, maybe. Um, so, but are they good enough as a football team to beat a Buffalo team that, Everybody said is a Super Bowl contender. We'll find out in this game. I'll take Buffalo.
Sorry, your boy was a mute, Jeffrey. You were panicking for a second there. That's what I'm like whenever I open this message and you can't hear me. I panic. But now we're fine. Anyway, almost there. Uh, we're going to get to your questions in a wee minute, folks. Jeff, important thing to note here. We're going to talk about that Cowboys news properly in the second podcast. People listening, people watching live, we'll talk about it in about six minutes. But you mentioned the Giants there at the start and how they played against the, the, the Cardinals. Look, this isn't even a contest for me on Sunday. I've got the Cowboys winning by 30 or 40. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put it out there and say I don't. 30 or 40, I think, is a little bit of a reach. No, I, I think they'll destroy them, Jeff. I don't think the Cardinals will even get a touchdown in this game. I'm really putting myself in trouble here, but I no, not 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 this week, Jeff. Well, the Giants made them look better than what they were. Think about it. You know, this is a, this is a Cowboy defense giving up 10 points in two games. 10 points in two games. Now, granted, it was a, a bad showing by the Giants in the first one and a backup quarterback in the second one. But, again, the Cowboys' schedule to start the season is, you know, what we thought were going to be tough games in the Giants and the Jets. They basically just rolled on. And Dak, I was impressed with him last week. I'm going to take the Cowboys as a prohibitive favorite. Okay, my man. Have I forgot in my professional capacity? Have I forgot about any games? No, I haven't. Apart from Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football. Very quickly, we got to move on. Uh, I'm taking the Steelers to beat the, to beat the Raiders in Vegas. And that is not because I now produce, promote, and host the Steelers podcast for the global market system. I genuinely think the Steelers go in. Their defense looked legit. The overnight against the Browns, I think they go in to beat them. Yeah, I bet the Steelers' defense was the, win that, the reason they won that game last week. Right now. Oh, absolutely. If there's a get-right opportunity for the Steelers' offense, it's against the Raiders because the Raiders are just not quite good enough. Chandler Jones is struggling with some things off the field, so that leaves Max Crosby basically to do it himself up front. And, you know, again, you're talking about a team that's just not quite good enough yet. I think, I think you know, that Josh McDaniel will have a good plan for Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's got a ton of – I mean, they've got – Real good depth on that defense. Their front seven is really, really good. Highsmith the other night was, you know, everybody talks about TJ and they should, but Highsmith on the other side as an outside backer is, you know, I like a lot of those Steeler guys from years gone by. I mean, they just find a way to draft those kind of guys. Okay, my man. Two Monday night games and we're, we got we to gotta bounce. Philly at Tampa Bay. Philly. <laughs> okay I'll say Philly but I'm intrigued to say how close it'll be that's all Philly LA Rams Cincinnati now we do not know it's Thursday night we do not know who's playing for Cincinnati Joe Burrow was piled up today I think they're bananas playing him if like if it's your man Browning or whatever I still think they get it done very very close I'll take the Bengals but I really like the Rams Jeff are you going to be rude here and pick the rounds for the crack, or what? What's the plan? I tell you what, I am riding. I am captain of. I am the. I am stoking the coal into the fire of the Puka Nakua hype train. The fifth rounder from BYU who has set two NFL records in his first two games, right? Two. Michael Irvin didn't do it. OBJ didn't do it. Jefferson didn't do it. 
Diggs didn't do it. Devontae Adams didn't do it. Puka Nakua did it, right? So I I like the Rams. I'm a, I'm a little bit more bullish on the Rams than you are. And how about this one? If you're a Rams fan, how it has changed. You just gave away Cam Akers for draft picks. <laughs> like It was almost like Les Snead was allergic to the draft. Like he didn't want to have any draft picks. But now, again, they give Cam Akers to Cleveland and get a, you know, I think it's a sixth or a seventh. I think they switched spot, swap spots or something. But that's a step in the right direction. Uh, shout out to Mark Hogan for his sexy graphic skills. Look at that. There you go. There's my man. Puka Nakua. 15 catches, single game rookie record, 266 receiving yards for the most, second most in the NFL this year. Oof. Right, Jeff, we're going to wrap up the segment. Pardon me? Huh? We're, we're, we have to wrap up this podcast. That We're still live. We've got to wrap up the podcast segment. Just let people know Jeff is coming to Glasgow on the 25th of November. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Reinbold. I've never seen anything like it. Celtic are playing at 3 o'clock. We're doing it during the day. We're not going to make Parkhead, Jeff, but hopefully we can get a few fans in to the unnamed location. Do you want to give us an aloha and then we'll tell people to enjoy week three? I'm going to say this. To all the people who have bought tickets, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. For those of you who have not, you better buy them soon because we're down to just handfuls at a number of locations. And it'd be a shame if you weren't able to be a part of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be all over Ireland, all over England. And now we're taking on Scotland. What more? What more? I don't know. All over, but, all, all, all over England. <laughs> not going to be all over England. We're going to Manchester. Wait, wait. <laughs> You're not done yet. You're not done yet. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to stretch you out a little bit, Michael. <laughs> okay. We've got another podcast coming up where Jeff answers some questions. And I try and give my... Unbalanced opinion, also, uh, Jeff. For now, aloha, my man. Aloha. Well, aloha.